If you have heard any episodes of Solo Queue thus far, you know that I play this massively multiplayer game all alone. My version of Branching Out is putting out a solo podcast about playing solo. One person, one microphone, one basement. Well, that changes today. Welcome to How Do You Solo, a solo cube bonus episode where I interview people from across the Warcraft community. Thanks for joining me. My name's Dave Gagne. Welcome to episode four of Solo Q. And if you are scurrying to the nearest calendar, wondering if it is already the third week of February when our next episode should drop, fear not. It is still early February. Actually, as we record, it is the final hours of January. But welcome to the inaugural episode of the Solo Q interview series that I am calling How Do You Solo? In these bonus episodes, I want to interview members of the WoW community to find out how they play the game, why they play, what they do in their solo WoW time, and just to have a conversation about all the ways to wander around Azeroth. I have ideas for people to talk to. Some are big names in the WoW world. Some are unknown individuals with their own stories to tell. But that is all in the future. Tonight, I am not solo. I am very happy to have a guest on the other microphone, ready to go. This individual came out of nowhere to be the biggest cheerleader for Solo Q. She was the first person to reach out to me when I started posting episodes. When it came time for a first interview for this series, she was the obvious choice. I am so glad to welcome our first ever guest to Solo Q, one third of the Thralls Balls podcast, and a genuine awesome person. Hello, Gershom. Hi, Dave. Hi. Oh, how how are, are you? It's so good to be talking to you. Oh my gosh. We just talked for like an hour before we started recording. That's <laughs> like, I already know you. You're good. Do you, we got we to gotta think of a name for your fans now. So I'm so used to saying hi, swingers from Thralls Balls. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have a thought. I did, it's no, I wrote it, and I think I think I even wrote next to it. It's stupid. Let me see where is it. It's in the outro information. Oh my god, uh, the not to spoil the end, but no one listens to the end of podcasts except for me anyway. Uh, where is it? Oh, there it is. The solo together Q crew. How terrible is that? <laughs> it's wordy. It's funny because you're a teacher. How about just like the solo crew? I don't know. We'll figure it. Oh, out. You'll figure oh. it out. It's your project. It's your project. I, am the least concise person and so you saying oh that's wordy that is absolutely on brand and then it took you two seconds to say no 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 let's boil it down to the right thing solo crew i think you got it <laughs> i'm dying i'm I think dead. you did it and now i i, I, I have it. to like give you a dollar every time i say it because oh, you God, i got, wish like ad yeah. rev that's so right. cool. I wish. Like, oh, uh, no. don't don't say the crew's name because I need to pay for that. Oh my god! 
No, but thank you so much. Seriously, thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited. I know we've been texting, you know, over the week and it's been really hard for me not to spoil. Like I wanted to scream from the mountaintops like, hey, guys, guess what? Solo kids. It's going to be a big thing. Come on, let's go. I'm going to be on it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, really excited to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, it really kind of blows my mind because, I, you know, as we were talking before, I'm a big fan of podcasts. I've said that on the show before. It's the reason I'm doing a podcast because I really like what's going on and what people put out there. And so this is the first moment that I've had a chance to talk to someone that has filled my earbuds in the past. And that is it is blowing my mind just a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So just smash that explicit button, though. Oh, am I? Do I have to not cuss <laughs> on the show? Do you not pay I, for the explicit button? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't care. We can we can figure that out. I can explicit one episode. I don't really care. I just the regular podcast. I am going to be, you know, like whatever. I don't need to go crazy, but um, you do you. We'll worry about that later. Well, tell me. Like, where did you start? Like, how did you start with WoW? Where, where did it bump into your life? Why did you start? What happened? So, oh, there goes my doggy. Now that we're recording, he wants to whine. Um, so, I have been playing since the day after Vanilla dropped. Not the day of, because <laughs> at the time, I was sharing a computer with my boyfriend and he yep. hogged it up. And so at the time, I okay. So my 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 gaming background before that was just kind of like I don't know, like what you would say, like '90s, you know, early, late millennial, whatever it is. Like the, mm -hmm. the millennial, because I'm 41, but like whatever, like '90s games. You know, Nintendo. I didn't really go as far back as the Atari, but it was like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, all that stuff. And so I was always just kind of playing those games, just hanging out. And, you know, obviously in high school, I got into like Magic, Dungeons and Dragons and some other tabletop games. You know, we used to play things like Vampire and and like Morton's List and some weird stuff like that. And then um, just at one of those sessions, um, people were talking about uh, Warcraft and I, I didn't know what they were talking about at all. So <laughs> my boyfriend at the time immediately went out and bought me all three of the RTS, the orcs. Oh, nice. Humans. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So I did all that. I did use the cheat codes. Yes, I did. All your base belong to us is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, I parred down the games a little bit. I boiled them down and I got the story and, you know, just really unforgettable moments, right? Like, um, Arthas calling Sylvanas a bitch, like you bitch, you know, and he's like chasing her through Quelth the Lost and stuff like, and then there's like, oh, there's going to be this huge, like open world, game i'd never heard the word mmo i didn't know what it was but i just started looking i started reading articles and getting involved and then i just really 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 wanted to play it and so i rolled a character and i didn't get to play on the first day because i was sharing a computer with my boyfriend mm -hmm. so i played the next day and kind of been playing ever since i mean with breaks i take little breaks here and there but i yeah. was bitten immediately there was never a time uh, I'd have to say, like, there'd be times when I was on break, usually for, like, work-related reasons or, you know, I didn't have, like, the proper equipment or things like that going on. And so I would go a couple of years without playing. You know, I went from, like, TBC to the end of Wrath without playing, and then I got back in. And then I went from, like, the beginning of Pandaria, and I didn't play again until, like, Draenor. Like, but I would, like, think about the songs. I actually started... <laughs> 
I started looking up songs in the meantime to like listen to the music to get like a wow fix. Like I had been bitten nice. from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. How, how was it changing from that RTS world like that? Well, and, and a solo experience mostly unless you were doing kind of those PVP, whatever things. But that's a mostly solo thing, at least going through the campaign modes. What was it like to all of a sudden see all the other champions of the world running around. Well, so I'll tell you a funny story that actually I don't know if I've ever told this to anyone before. Uh, my first character was a Tauren. And mm-hmm. so I was in like the village, like not the Bloodhoof village, but like the little tiny one where you first started back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going up to NPCs and typing high and say like, <laughs> like I could talk to them. <laughs> That's this awesome. is a true story. That's how used I was to the kind of the art. And my boyfriend, like, he leans over me. He's like, they're not, they're not doing anything. And I'm like, what? They're just standing there. And he's like, yeah, that's an NPC. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I, so I was used to the RTS system where like everyone on the map is doing something for you. Yep. You can go up and like, oh, work, work. Like, go build me some shit, bitch, or something. You know, it's like. <laughs> No, like you just go up to old girl in like Bloodhoof Village or wherever she is, and she's like, "Earth Mother's blessings upon you." And I was like, "You're, you're not being helpful." <laughs> so like that's <laughs> it didn't really have so much to do with like the the people, the influx yep. of people. It was really just getting used to like the fact that it was like an open world because like really the RTS way of doing it does still feel sort of like a boxed world, and that's that's mm-hmm. just how the gameplay is, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it like joining the the community and stuff came a long time later with like guilds and stuff. And I got the hang of it. But like, I think the first thing that was like the big shocker was like, this is an actual big open world. And like I said, I never played MMORPG before. Like a lot of those friends that I used to game with had played Final Fantasy 14, for instance, or like mm-hmm. other MMOs, you know, things like that. So like it was just I just jumped in like feet first into the whole thing but i mean it was fine that's a good place to start thunder bluff and and mulgore and all it that was good i used to like spend all night just killing like quill bores and then watching yeah. the sunrise and thunder bluff it was amazing it was a long time before i rolled a troll it was several months i had my torrent for a long time what uh class what class were you she was a shaman i don't remember back then if they had like the way they have it now like elemental oh, and stuff i don't know right. what they had back then or what she yep. was i had a hell of a time though i made it all the way over there for some reason i decided to go to like the eastern kingdoms and do the questing there like, like i don't know where my head was at all i know is i didn't know what a knoll was i had no yep. idea that i cared to know ever and that i couldn't kill them and that they were attacking me relentlessly <laughs> and i couldn't get my totems in order and i'm gonna cry and it was <laughs> <laughs> so you're a troll running around the Eastern Kingdoms looking no, for gnolls? A, a tauren, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I was still yeah, doing my shaman. Tauren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I rolled my troll, my yeah. next main that ended up being my first main, my first 60 back in the day, a oh, rogue, yep. she was like, that Eastern Kingdom shit came up and she was like, nah, bro, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to stay over here in Duratar where it's nice and sandy and hot, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But the, the gnolls and the eastern kingdoms were not our thing so i dumped the shaman i went with the rogue i played her for a long 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 time like she was yep. my main main i don't like her anymore they've done so many things to rogues over the years and i just think my play style has changed that i don't necessarily enjoy playing her 
But yeah. like, I always like get her to 70 just, to, you know, like just she's one of those ones that it's just like, I love her. I just don't play her anymore. Yep. Yep. When did you switch to Hunters? So about that time. So I guess it was about that time I took a break. So I moved from San Diego to Chicago. This is like at the end of BC. So like 2006, early 2007, I came out to Chicago. I didn't have a computer for a while. And then I came out here. And by the time I got everything, you know, squared away and got a computer and everything, it was the end of Wrath, which is by all accounts and purposes, a very exciting time because you're going to go kill the Lich King. But I, you know, I think it's interesting. So we're on this show about solo queuing and playing alone in the game. This was really when I started to play alone, actually. So before that, I had, you know, aforementioned boyfriend. We had a guild together. We actually ran a guild together. We went to the first BlizzCon. We met up with our friends. We kind of did the social thing. And then I came out here and I was, you know, alone. I just had, you know, my my little thing. And I'm like, well, try like wow again. So I jumped back in and it's like three point, you know, whatever it was. Basically, people were on the ICC raid. Yep. And I did not know what anything was at all and the thing is is i missed the opportunity i guess like in retrospect i could have been more social i could have talked more or reached out to old members of my guild but at that time i was like it was weird it was just my vibe i was like this is cool and this is a very barren like kind of neat place and i just really started getting into the story more than feeling that crush of like rating and stuff because like in vanilla and tbc like people who didn't play it back then, there was still that rush to raid. Like we mm-hmm. were in Molten Core all the time. We were in Zolgarub all the time. We took down Kill Jaden. Like, you know what I'm what I'm saying? Like I yeah. was raiding and then I just came to this like other place in my real life and I just started playing solo. And it was just the best place to be in Ice Crown, like all by yourself in the middle of the night. No kids, no nothing, just wandering around and and it's dark and it's all these weird like those weird like um zombie dudes like all the undead it was just, it was bitching to me Sorry, it's my dog. i don't know what he's doing um <laughs> he doesn't like zombies clearly no clearly not uh, but yeah like that's kind of where my solo experience started too was just leveling up so like i was <clears throat> oh, that's when I rolled Gershom. That was the point of the story. Sorry, I got distracted. Yep. But yeah, that's when I rolled Gershom. I was like, I don't like this rogue anymore. I think that's what it was. I was like, I'm mm, not into it. I don't know, whatever. And also, like, at that time, like, you know, I had split from the boyfriend and moved out here and everything. So it was kind of like, mm, I'll just let her rest for a little bit. Do something new, you know, roll a yeah. new tune. So I rolled Gershom and I just, I loved him ever since. Like, Gershom's my boy. I'll be playing him and I'll yell. I'll be playing. I'll be like, yeah, you get him, dude. Bro, bro, you punched him in the side of his freaking face. Like, I I love Gershom. (laughs) It's been my boy forever. So So is is it that Gershom is you or not you or a combination? Like, it's totally both. Yeah, right? No, of course. Yeah, it totally is. Like, I've been debating for years about getting either a horde 
tattoo or like I looked up the hunter logos from like classic and they're terrible. Like I was like, yeah. no one's going to recognize no. that. Yeah. But like, Horde <laughs> is pretty cool. I have like a Horde hoodie and stuff, but like, yeah, I think those, um, senses of like self mm-hmm. are sort of intertwining a little bit. I feel like if Gershom was real, like if you could go into a video game, like in that scary movie from the eighties where the guy goes into the video games, but oh, like yeah. you would see like Gershom would, be identifying with me too i feel like if that's what you're asking like even though he's a make-believe character he's yeah. something that i feel very much and i think like also with social media like my handle being that name took mm-hmm. on a whole other level of like personification like people do know my real name it's rachel it's no big deal but it's like a lot of people still just call me gershom they're like mm-hmm. yeah and it, that sort of identification uh felt good too i think but yeah, we're definitely intertwined. <laughs> so I wonder if it's funny. I've never really thought about this. Um, Gershom in game, you in real life, and then online that I, you know, the social media handle of Hunter Gershom. Is that almost a third thing? Is that like the combination of the two things? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. It felt like a bit of a wrap up. Like I am this character, like I I play this guy, you know, and a lot of I post a lot of pictures of him like this. Mm -hmm. This picture is lit. I'll never be like, here's me chilling with some red dragons. Like because that's not me. There's there is a big sense of disbelief. Like, don't believe. Believe me, I'm not like believing that Gershom is a real thing. But I don't know. It just have you ever talked to anyone else who like felt like that about their well, that, or like, no, because I don't talk to anybody else. You're the first person I've talked to ever. <laughs> frankly. I, I, I joke, but it, it's kind of true. Like, I do have a couple friends who play like people I know, like as actual human beings that I can like poke and talk to, um, but not many, actually. And but, but, but what you made me think of is this interesting like I, I, when I started the podcast, I had this idea, this question of, am I going to use my real name, or am I going to come up with a name? Am I going to use the name of my main character? I, you know, and I look out at the podcast community, and I, th- I think more people use character names or in-game names than use their real names, and I thought that was interesting, uh, and I, but I wonder. You know, I wonder what their answer would be to that of is your character name is the name you use on your podcast or on your social media? Is it is it you? Is it is it your character? Is it somewhere in between? And I think it's interesting that you kind of have all three of those things like you. Obviously, you are you. And then the the characters are different with elements of you. And I wonder what other people think. Uh, and, and you may know some people in the community with, you know, maybe not naming names, whatever, but you may have a sense of, do people just kind of inhabit that that name as their character? I think I've seen it across the board. I've seen people who like, don't, you know, like they'll go by an online handle, but it's not any of their characters' names. I think right. people oh. trying to like delineate a little bit and how they do it, you know, between real life and online life. And then now we're incorporating social media into it. I think like figuring out how you do that is everyone's own like personal project. 
Yeah. But like I never I mean, I can think of it across the board. I can think of like people where I would say their tag and know that it's one of their character names. And somehow it just stayed as like a name because that's how people got to know them. So it makes yep. sense. But then also they'll drop their real name. So I guess at the end of the day, it just comes back down to like comfort. And like I said, like that, that delineation, right, between like where you're willing to let the tide ebb and flow between like your characters and your real life and me it's kind of like an open gate i'm just like whatever <laughs> i'm like whatever did you ever were you ever raiding or running with a guild as gershom so i've been on some raids um i i did a little bit of the faded stuff in shadowlands yep on gershom and then i actually raided a bit more in shadowlands with um with a guild on Promore called Unomas. So mm-hmm. DNR talks about them because they're they're in there. The Do Not Relent Pod, they talk about that guild because that's their guild they've been in for like billions of years. Yeah. But um they let me run like an alliance with them back before cross faction was a thing. Yep. And I was I was kind of getting into um being that character too. So maybe that is just something personal about me where like I don't delineate a lot between my fantasy world and like my reality, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. So that was no Tokus. She was a warrior and she was no Tokus. Uh-huh. And for a while, um, the the raid leader at the time. <laughs> so have you ever heard that? Like, hello, Moto, that stupid like commercial. Yes. About yeah. the phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You would jump on the voice and go, hello, Noto, because it was oh. like no Tokus. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started laughing and laughing. And it's so funny because like I didn't do that. She made a joke about my name. And yep. to this day, that feels even more like of a connection to that character. Like yeah. in their Discord channel, my I'm still Hello Noto. Like right. I, I just kept it, and it did it did vibe with me. So I'm not sure. I'm not answering your question. I'm being very roundabout and weird, but well, I was wondering. The reason I asked is I, I wondered because you know when I when I had that question for myself of okay, how am I going to how am I going to jump into the podcast world what name am i going to use and i i'm not saying i tried on names that seems weird but i i couldn't quite imagine myself with any other names or with any of my character names or like it just felt like no that's not really me but i also have never been a part of a group online like i've never been in a guild i have a bunch of characters in a guild but i literally have never i mean it was literally just to get to my my hearthstone mm-hmm. to 15 minutes that's all i don't know anybody i didn't gotcha. do any you wanted the content. guild hurts <laughs> yeah but, you know and they didn't need me it was you know very mutual relationship um but i so i'm not known as anything anywhere so it, it felt odd and it ended up being a really easy decision. I thought it would be harder because I felt like, well, it's podcasting world. A lot of people, not everybody, uh, you know, there's a few people I, I really enjoy listening to who, who use their real names, but I feel like it's like 70, 80% of people have some sort of handle and, and they don't kind of, they don't give that away, at least not in the podcast I've listened to. And I thought, oh man, I, I kind of feel like that's the way, but I couldn't do it. And in the end, I was like, no, I just kind of have to, I have to use my real name. And, you know, on a lot of the social medias, it's all branded for solo queue. So, so you might not know my name necessarily, but I'm not hiding it. But yeah, I just see it's, it's interesting. What, what do we embody when we, 
when we jump into the game. I know I have so many characters and I have, I don't want to say a relationship, but I, I, I like have an understanding of, well, this character kind of is like this, like the stories are built up a little bit in my head, not in a specific way. And I know some people jump in and write stories and, and backstories and all this stuff. And as much as I, I like writing, it's another thing I like doing, but I'm not doing that probably because I have too many characters, frankly, and I'm slightly lazy <laughs> and I'm happy to leave those stories in my head. But when I do get into different characters, I definitely feel a little bit different. And they kind of like you said, that's a little part of me in there, but they also have their own personality and I'm kind of watching and enjoying that. I don't know. It's it's. It's Dude, interesting. That's, yeah. It's totally like gamer growth though. Like that's what's up. And like everyone does it by themselves, I guess. I I think there's two more stories I could elucidate really quick and then Go you know, we can move move on or whatever. But so when I mentioned that I moved here to Chicago from San Diego and that's when I rolled Gershom. Yep. Um Gershom is a Hebrew word that basically translates to stranger in a strange land. So I, when I rolled Gershom, I really thought about that name. And Uh I don't know if that has something to do with it. I didn't randomize it. Her name wasn't, you know, his name wasn't cutie butt cheeks or big troll dong or like any of that. Like (laughs) it would have been cool. But like for some reason, I was just sitting there on my computer. Like I really want to embody what I'm feeling right now in this character. And so I guess everyone... Uh, does that separately and then the Ooh. other story is that one time on Thrall's Balls Wooly did challenge us to write our character's backstory and I had never written one yeah. before and I sort of did and I wrote this short little backstory about you know leaving the Echo Isles and heading to Orgrimmar and whatever and I was like okay so my story just sort of I guess ever since we wrote those stories and like shout out to Wooly for like the creative challenge right but yeah. Um, I felt even more so like that name that I had picked I was like okay now this is his story so writing that backstory was helpful I think like if anyone's never tried it before it'd be fun to just get stoned and sit down and like think about where your character actually came from like where did they come from right <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the thing that you don't like you cutie think, oh, butt Side, that's a great name. <laughs> Sorry uh, to interrupt. Well, big troll dong. I'm not sure <laughs> I want to write too. his backstory, but um, but I feel like you know doing that is the sort of thing where you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. That's not cool. And you're kind of looking around like, all right, well maybe no one's watching, so maybe I'll okay, maybe I'll write a little thing. And and you're right, that's such a connection. And I love I love the the Gershom angle like coming up with that name and actually one of my questions was how do you how do you come to name your characters and that's that that's i totally get that because so many of so many of the characters that i name i dive into frankly i hop into google translate and i'm like okay i've got an idea i've got a word i've got a couple words that's awesome and what in what languages that I kind of like and I just plow through words and look for things that are, that are interesting and, and, and kind of meaningful. And so, you know, sometimes it means nothing to start. And, and I think the meaning grows as you play the character, but you know, I love that story that, you know, that had meaning to you and putting that in as an instant connection. I think, 
I th- that's a great way to start a relationship, right? Well, thank you. And and for the record, like I've always been sort of like a one main, like a one main kind of girl. Like I'll play additional <laughs> hunters for like. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, <laughs> if Twitter is a place to have discord, <laughs> Twitter is not where you can have conversation. You already said that. <laughs> you just got to put it right out there and see right if people like there. it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, the thought that Gershom is actually the only one that I ever really like put time into naming. And mm. I'm not sure. I must have just been going through something mentally at that point. But trust me, I have... I got me some slide drools and I got me some Win Dixie and I got me some Tim Story guy. Like I don't like just <laughs> random ass names like that I hear on a podcast that I think are funny or that That's I funny. add like a friend's name to it to in you know low-key like grab ass out of, you know, like something like that. So like Gershom is the most significant character, which may be why he's the main that I'm connected to. My other alts, I'm like, okay, heritage, bye. See you later. But right. yeah, I'm not friends with them i feel like gershom's like my friend sort of yeah yeah but but isn't that i mean so i mean i i nowadays i play one game i play warcraft i don't really stray frankly i don't have time to stray i don't have enough time to play world of warcraft never mind hop into every hot thing that comes in so i really put blinders on but isn't that kind of one of the beautiful things about this game if you want it to be i mean obviously there's a lot of ways to play this game but if you want to have a relationship with these characters i don't know isn't that isn't that fantastic isn't that entertainment isn't that your your high fantasy game you're playing fantasy game and you know just to make another point about it i can just imagine the days we used to play did you ever play dungeons and dragons or like i did yeah um, i I think first or second edition like i'm kind of old coming to the table at DD night and saying Mm -hmm. that your dude just woke up in the tavern and that's where he is is like the dumbest shit ever. Like everyone had a backstory, right? right? Like I feel like like when you said like people in Warcraft might tell you like, oh bro, that's lame. That's not what right. the cool kids are doing now. Right. Like in D D, if you didn't have like a 10-page backstory, you weren't one of the cool kids. You didn't just walk into the inn and be like, hi, I'm Tim Story Guy or Big Troll Dong Guy. Big Troll <laughs> And like here I am, I'm ready to play the game. Like okay, get it. I we're in mood guard. I get it, but still, like, <laughs> Jesus, no. I felt like it was more important to have backstory back in the day. But well, you know, it's funny we talk about this the RP part of this MMORPG. But man, if you, I don't know, I I I feel like I live in a little bubble, and I literally do because I I really don't with other people but i hear about a lot of people playing the game through a lot of different podcasts and social media and you know if you were the if you were the sort of the casual observer of all this if you were the the historian assigned to come write the story of world of warcraft why is no one rpging in an mmorpg yeah why is it all bis and uh you know hitting the training dummy and numbers 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 and and simulated this and and it's it's such a different game and it feels like to say i love getting into this character and we're going to do a thing and this has nothing to do with you know eye level or blah 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 like that's not the way you're supposed to do it even though you can do it any way you want but 
it's not where the game is. And I and I guess the real world worry of that is the people making the game have to ultimately make a game that people want to play. Otherwise, you know, like any business, and you know, there's certainly plenty of business going around Blizzard right now, but in, in any business, if no one buys the thing that is amazing, it is no longer a thing. So they have to make the game that people want to play. And if people only want to push numbers and, and push keys and push things and do that, it, it, that's less and less RP stuff that will make it into the game. That's my worry, I guess. I guess that would, I mean, I don't have the, I don't have the notes up. I told you I wanted you to surprise me with the notes, but um, I mean, it does sort of cater into like carries into a conversation about like yeah. where the game is going for casual players. Like you and I could buy wax poetic about this for a long long time so i don't know when you want to get into that but yeah i mean i think in general like the game has always had a balance of um you know like numbers and and stuff like that and then like the odd you know rp player or casual player or solo player and i feel like really like i've always been of the mind that like if someone tells me that's not how you're supposed to play the game i just flip them the bird i'm like i'm gonna play yeah. it the way i'm gonna play it <laughs> that's right. how i am but yeah I, I I think you're right. It's it, there is enough. And frankly, I have to say this is why this podcast showed up. I, I think I mentioned this a while ago, but I had the idea about a year and a half ago and for various reasons, I didn't get it off the ground. I decided not to do it. And it really, you know, it was off my plate until they started talking at BlizzCon about follower dungeons and uh and other features that i was like oh wait a minute this is the first time that they're talking to me as someone who does not get into raids who does not end up getting into dungeons usually unless i have to you've twisted my arm i can't do the quest chain until i get into a dungeon and do the dungeon um there's parts of the game that i just don't do and i still remember sitting on the couch with my wife Watching, I somehow got her to watch BlizzCon, uh, you know, segments while we were sitting on the couch one night, and I thought, oh my god, this is the first time that they are putting stuff in the game that is pretty meaningful for solo players. I'm going to be able to get into dungeons for the first time, and and right there, that was this. I went to my OneNote and opened up all my tabs that I'd made a year and a half earlier. And I was like, okay, wow. this podcast is a so go that, because that was the thing that, that was it. You off. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that was literally what November 3rd, November yeah. 4th was BlizzCon. And by insane. a couple days later, I was like, okay, I'm going to make the rest of the social media accounts and I'm figuring stuff out and, and getting stuff lined up because the, clearly the game is going to move in a direction at least for a few minutes or a few expansions or something like, they're going to give me something to do, um, you know, well, and, and, and some those of the things. Sorry, not to interrupt. Those things are um, kind of like I think Wooly put it best and he was talking about dynamic flying, but he's like, you've hmm. you've created something so dynamic. In this case, we're talking about follower dungeons, obviously, but you've created something so dynamic and so like the in the truest sense of the word, it's a paradigm shift for yeah. gaming right and 
I don't think they're ever going to be able to go back from that. So from this point, there will always be something to do. And by the way, I did my first follower dungeon right yeah. before we got online. I was like, I have my thoughts on it. So like it was, I was like, I was almost out of time. I went, mm, it's like 6.55. I got to go. But <laughs> <laughs> it was the no-coup defensive that I've been yep. meaning to do. I was right. a lore master, so I didn't need to do it. But I'll just say, I was really impressed by uh, by some things. And I know I'm, I'm talking like I'm talking as I think here. Um, I think it was pretty cool, but I noticed a lot of like weird little things that I hope will just iron out in the future. Like my party, the healer would like not heal me the whole time. Mm -hmm. So like weird stuff like that. This is all just like mechanical stuff that like you sure. could probably provide feedback. Like you could even throw that on Twitter. Like, hey, at Wildos, why when it when I'm running, uh, you know, these follower dungeons, I don't get healed till the end. So basically, every boss fight, I was like almost dying, and then the old girl would run in and like boom and like heal me up and i'm like but that needs to be going on like during the fight so like right ups and downs about it but overall it was cool to finish up the dungeon and see it it was huge to the story and i got some quests and i got some stuff so yep. overall i do definitely approve of the system i think um, it's gonna have some kinks but i mean what system doesn't so right I think they at least have to add in some AI chat that says, sorry, I was watching Netflix. Yeah, I can heal you now. Something, yeah, <laughs> like something. Well, like I did catch that thing that, so like, they weren't like saying anything. I'm like, what are you doing? You guys were just standing around. We're just standing around. And I actually mm -hmm. thought about you. And I was like, oh, there's this little yelling guy right here. And I can right. yeah. you, you could be the follower and they could be. And so then Garrick runs up and she's like, Hey, I got your back. Let's go kill these right. guys. And I'm like, sweet. Okay. But then her little druid friend didn't heal me. So <laughs> I didn't yeah. die though. It was fine. Yeah. I didn't die. I mean, to keep in mind too, the follower dungeons are like on normal. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, it was, I think it was, yeah. Overall good system. Easy to follow. Fine. Didn't die. Got kinks, whatever. I feel like it's, it's a no, it's a no loss situation. And I, and I've heard other people say like, oh, hey, it's only normal that, what's the point or it's not my thing. And I think that's fine. It doesn't need to be everybody's thing. If you, you know, if you are opening up your great vault every week, cause you've done 85 whatevers and you've pushed 50 keys and you've done, yeah, you don't need, there's nothing for you here. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it also but like, doesn't it's up take to away you. from your game. So yeah. uh, please let me have this. <laughs> and please, you know, at some point, I really hope, and I, I will say it every episode, and clearly this is the point where I say it in this episode, it needs to go somehow to raids as well, because I want to see that story. I want to see, and I'm hoping, and I, I think this could be true, that, okay, let's put follower dungeons into the middle of this expansion, test them out, work out those kinks. Like you said, uh, I've had good experiences, but I've only done a couple and I've seen some things like you're saying like, oh yeah, this was weird or that was weird. Yeah. I hope they can work those kinks out and then say, Hey, with 11.0 or, you know, maybe 11.1, here are 10 person follower raids. And now if you're a solo, you can get in and you can see that story. That's all I want. I don't, I don't need the great vault. I don't need level 550 gear from patch 11.0 i just want to know the story without going to youtube or going to somewhere yeah, else i'm totally behind you on that i'm totally already like retweeting and plugging that shit because i think it's a great idea yeah and like kinks aside i mean like 
nine out of 10. I'd go do another one mm -hmm. right now. It wasn't yeah. like an awful experience. It was just some kind of things to look for. Like, oh, old girl's not healing me. So I better keep exhilaration up or like, and then that's the nice thing too. It's like, if you've got a cool down, you can wait. Mm -hmm. I love that. I got up and made a drink and no one told me to like get good or stop right. being a drunk or like, you know, nope. no one has shit to say to me. Like, why you got to make a drink during the fucking 10 minute dungeon for well, I know. I wanted to. So, you know, I'm an adult. I'm playing the game. Don't talk to me about my life. Right. Come over here and heal me, which she did not do. Maybe that's why she yep. was mad. Because, But no, seriously, like, like if you want to wait on a cooldown, you can. You can take those, you know, for lack of a better word, I'm using like the air quotes here, but like yep. baby steps, you know, if yeah. you want to. And see the story at your own pace. I thought it was fantastic. I'm all about the system. I don't think it's anything that they're ever going to go back from. And I really hope and i will totally plug and tag and freak out for 10 man follower raids that's been a thing because i yeah. pay, i pay way too much gold for a carry because i can't get into lfg or i'll get into lfg and i'll mess something up and i just get discouraged i don't want to do it like i'm kind of maybe in the same boat as you mm -hmm. or like i don't like yeah. that constant rejection like if i hit two three lfrs and i'm sucking on the same fight i'll just be like well i guess i'll do it in a couple expansions when i can solo it so like that mechanic is going away. That's that's going to be pretty cool. Unless you want to do heroics and get like mounts and things that only drop in like heroics. You'll still have to go back and farm things. But if right. you just want right. to see the story, the 10 man normal should be yep. fine. And the gear won't be good. We talked about this on Thrones Balls. The gear won't be good. You're not a mythic right. raider. You're not heroic raiding. You shouldn't get the same level gear. You might even get something that you don't need or want. But you're yep. still going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that people who are crunching the numbers and just raiding week after week after week understand oh we get tired of the raid we got burnout we got sylvanas burnout we got this we got that and it's like i never saw it i never saw it i didn't get to go see sylvanas get taken i never saw it because i couldn't do the raid yep poor you i'm sorry yeah. that's hard for you yeah no i right. feel the yeah, same yeah, way yeah. like yeah i just want to see it once i don't want to watch somebody's playthrough video that does not interest me at all. I wish it did. I wish I cared that much to go watch somebody else play. I don't have time for that. Um, but just to get in there and, and yep, okay, I know what's going on. And like you said, yeah, I, every expansion for me is part, okay, here's some new stuff, great. And then I do the new stuff and it's awesome. And then I think, okay, so what's the expansion I can now solo two expansions ago? Oh, got to start adding that to my list because I didn't see... BFA raids. I didn't see Shadowlands raids. I, you know, yeah, I, I went, yeah, a few in there, like pity carries essentially. Yeah. Like, honest, was like, I got pity carried like three weeks in a row by Uno Mas. And then I was like, I just took my leave. Mm -hmm. I did my own head. I was like, oh, I really suck at this fight. I can't get across the ice bridge. I'm out of here, guys. You guys are my friends, but thank you. I'm holding you up. But yep. I never did see the end of the Sylvanas fight. Never. Yep. And I would love that. Without yeah. having to wait till like 2025 to go do it, you know. And I feel like, and and you know, I I am a history teacher, not a video game developer or a coder or anything technical whatsoever. But I feel like once you've sort of ironed out some of the AI stuff, it's not a huge ask to move that technology into into raids. That's you know, I get that there's going to be some logistics to figure out, and and certainly some. You know, it's not that it's not a project, but, you know, people I know people always say, oh, well, if you want this feature, then 
Blizzard's going to drop a raid tier or you're not going to get this amount of content. I don't think this is as big a project as, oh yeah, now we can't have a, an 11.2. We had to give it up to, so we could go make solo you know, raids for those three losers. <laughs> like, I don't think that's it. I, I no, think we're no, going to get I agree. This. I think that like, it, it's like, it's, it's kind of in the bag, right? Like, right. I guess to sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm, I'm not in the business of predicting what the hell Blizzard's going to do, but sadly, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, I think, and I hope, I think it, not that they've ever said, or even, I don't think they've even hinted, but I got to feel like they did this for a reason. And and I'm hoping that we can expect to see that someday. Yeah, here's hoping. I, and you know, the other thing, and I think this isn't this doesn't apply to me because I don't really have much interest in finding a group and 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 moving up to heroic and oh maybe some mythic here and there. That's not my thing. But I I've certainly seen online, I think more in in some of the Facebook groups that I see. People who are actually interested in moving up and getting into groups, but don't want to suck when they start because sucking in this game is brutal and people are brutal. And that's like a whole other topic. Death. You could always use them to practice if you uh, wanted to. Yeah. And so, so yeah. you can basically prog by yourself uh -huh. on a yep. follower raid until I'm going to learn how to heal. I'm going to learn how to yeah. tank. I'm going to learn. I'm going to just gonna learn how to DPS and get into these fights and see them once on, you know, easy mode. And okay, I've seen it now. Yeah, I can get into a, a heroic raid or an LFR or something and I've got a little experience that's and, and people are loving that reason and I think that's I think that's an even bigger group than you know people like me who don't really have a, a goal of getting involved in a guild or getting involved in regular group content uh, I think that's a, a huge benefit to Blizzard and to the players of the game so I think for that reason they definitely should keep that up and keep pushing into that that bigger group content for us, you know, if we were in charge, right? Can we be no, in charge? I'm totally right. No, I wish. <laughs> no, but I totally, I totally agree with you. Hundred percent. I echo everything you said. <laughs> Yay! Echoing. That's good. Hey, if you had to, if you could retire to a zone or a place in the game, where would you go? What would it be? Where would you hang out? Okay. So I lied when I said I didn't look at your questions. I did glance, but I didn't think about them. Uh, but this one's fast. This one's fast. Yeah. I would retire to High Mountain Ooh. from the Legion expansion. Yeah. Yeah. So this is totally random, but like I mentioned that I grew up in San Diego. If y'all want to Google it, there's a place up in the central coast of California called Big Sur. S-U-R. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very mountainous with like steep drop-offs that go like right to the ocean with like roads kind of winding through them and there's like forests on one side but you're on the beach and Big Sur is the shit. I've been there once in my life and it just completely freaked me out with like how spiritual and beautiful it was and I feel like when I saw High Mountain for the first time I was I think I posted on Twitter this was years ago I was like yep. this is Big Sur like this it, mm. yeah I would re I would retire to High Mountain the drums the those drop-off cliffs. I mean, I'd want a flying mount if I could retire there, obviously, because it's pretty hard. To, <laughs> I, just, I was just doing a Vulpira for heritage armor. Yep. And so I was taking her through Chromie time through there. 
And she's like, you know, she's like 17 or 18, whatever. She gets up there. And I'm like, I have to walk up all these cliffs. Yes. <laughs> like, uh. so if I retire there, I'm going to assume that I retired with like, you know, instead of the watch or the ring or whatever, you just get like a, a horse that flies or something. <laughs> invincible. Fuck it. I got invincible. It's fine. Just make a fly. Oh, they already did that, too. OK, we're good. <laughs> I'm retiring to High Mountain. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah that there was, was so much fly. verticality there. I remember thinking, oh, I can fly, but the first time I'm going up this mountain, I'm going to walk. Like, I'm going to earn it. Or I think I probably rode something. Oh, maybe I did walk. Maybe my character did walk to there get to that super, of, super high peak. And yeah. it was just kind of cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's Why another not? RP gig, though. Yeah. But after you do it a million times, you'd rather have a flying mount too. Like, okay, yes. I've seen this. <laughs> yep, done that. Okay. I did the walk once. I did my spirit walk. I did my walkabout. We're good. <laughs> yes. My quads are burning, bro. I got. Can I get on a flying mount, please? <laughs> um. So you are you're the host of a podcast, and you guys have been running for at least a couple of years, right? How long? How long has Thrall's Balls been been going? I want to say since 2019, it was definitely Shadowlands. I think we were we were on Nathria. I should probably pull up my Spotify and check. <clears throat> I think it's April of 2019, if I remember yep. correctly. So yeah, we've been going for a while and we haven't really taken any long breaks. We'll take like a week here and there for like different things. But yep. um, yeah, I mean, Dirty Mind clean behind what is Willie say? I don't know why he says that. I think you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your uh it's your weekly source of very blue, very opinionated, somewhat fairly nasty, you know, Warcraft news and opinions. Uh we make drinks for fun. Like you mentioned before, we do the oh thanks for the shout out by the way. That was so nice of you. <laughs> I went to listen to your episode. And I'm like, oh, I was like blushing at work. I'm like, Dave, no way. <laughs> I mean, the drinks literally have fascinated me. The, oh, the amount so of work. Fascinating, believe. Holy crap. You guys, yeah, There's like, some that have been so nasty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Sometimes we try sometimes. Sometimes we're like, all right. I, I remember there was one time I was like, oh, I'm just going to make a nasty one just because we haven't done one. I don't want to drink this shit like at all. <laughs> It was something from Legion and it involved like Tabasco and like tequila or something like a shot. And I took it and I was like, I so you've been doing this for a while. So, so yeah. people who don't know, you guys pick a theme, a character or something, and you try and make a alcoholic drink that matches that That's idea. So that rate, so that, so We've reluctantly started calling it a season. So we'll pick a theme and we'll go through all the things that are in the theme. So at this time yeah. we were doing like like race and class combinations or something. And I think yep. I did the the destruction warlock because I second main a destro warlock and or some I you know, I, I might even be incorrect, but it definitely involved like green Tabasco and tequila uh -huh. and it was a <laughs> shot and I took it on the air because sometimes we do it on the air and it was but then there's been really good ones too. I mean we you know we have fun with it. We have fun with it. Yeah I appreciated the color trying to match the colors of the dragons and and finding the you know 
the thing that's going to make that drink the right color. And, you know, obviously you guys are doing a podcast, which is audio, and the listeners are not going to know what the drink looks like, but you guys are going hard at... We've been trying to get the Instagram... We've been trying to get the Instagram going with drink photos, and, like, none of us just ever do it. We all just end up being Luddites and, like, not involved. But I think I do want to push that. I do want to start doing like Instagram photos of the drinks, you know, we may not get a backlog for that, but I think that's on the deck that we should post like the drink recipes, even if they're gross. Sometimes they're really <laughs> gross and sometimes they're really good. Uh, yeah. I, w- what's been the tastiest one that you kind of remember off the top of your head? Anything? So I think there was one I liked and I might have mentioned this before. It was like the, I think I liked it because it was visually appealing though. So it was the Dallas. <laughs> We were doing like cities yeah. and I like a very basic, it was like, like vodka or whatever liquor. And then like a grape, like soda or grape juice or something like that. And then I put like edible, like gold and silver glitter in it. And it just yep. really made the whole thing like pop. I was like, oh, this is just like a vodka and soda. You know, it's not a big deal, yep. but then I put this swirly little like glitter in it. And I was like, oh, it's new Dalaran. And all of a sudden the music's popping up in my head like oh like oh cool it's got glitter and it just like i don't know so like weird moments like that are fun too it's not even how the drink tasted i think it was sure. pretty good but it was the fun of like creating it and really trying like sometimes when i'm creating it i'll mm-hmm. go through possible ingredients and be like that's that's not gonna fly with them though they're not gonna like that they're not gonna- yep. <laughs> <laughs> and i'll think about my co-host i'll think about woolly and bent and be like they're never gonna get this. This doesn't make any sense. So, like in my head, I'm thinking about what they might think about it. But yeah, so it's fun. It's like another like little fun creative process that like you know Wooly put out there, which I think is neat too. So yep. yep. yeah, we have a lot of fun doing it. Even if the drinks are gross, like we'll just be like, there's no no one's gonna force you to drink it, right? right. Like yep. if it sucks, there's been ones that Wooly has put aside. Like this is absolutely terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a Coca Cola now, and we're like, okay. <laughs> so yeah but it's funny i came home tonight and uh my my daughters were home and one of them said and she does not play world of warcraft she's dabbled a pinch her boyfriend does play world of warcraft but she said um i'm trying to come up with a recipe for the last in-game drink that you mentioned which was azure lay wine she's like yeah i'm trying to come up with a recipe for that oh Oh, she's like, that is amazing. <laughs> that, that is, is amazing. so cool. I love so, when I pick up my daughters from school and they say yeah. like low taro guard to be funny. But especially <laughs> if I'm wearing like my hood, my horde hoodie, or like back in the day when I used to have a mask, I had like a horde mask. Yeah. You know, during like the pandemic. And my kids would just run up and be like, low taro gar. And I would just be like, work, work. <laughs> <laughs> So I know you've mentioned at least one of your daughters plays a little bit. Is Tell me about that time playing together and what does that do for your family? Okay, so yeah, so my uh, my oldest daughter did start before she started doing like the Minecraft and the and the Roblox and all that stuff that she does now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during the pandemic, obviously. So, okay, I'm trying to think of a backstory. Um, so when the pandemic started my ex and i their dad were already um sort of split but living in the same house and like blah blah blah. that's just how we kept it and whatever 
but we had two computers at the time, his and mine. We had actually bought another with the pretense that the kids were going to be doing remote learning. Like everyone's yep. like, just go get a computer. So we did. And we made it a gaming computer just because we're like, if we're going to buy another computer, we're going to build another Beam. computer. It may as well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we did. And so we got the gaming computer and, you know, little by little, my oldest was like, what are you doing? What are you doing at this time? 2020, she was like seven. So um, when she wasn't doing school or on the weekends, we would get on each computer and she wanted to roll much to my chagrin, a <laughs> pair of night elves <laughs> for the horde. For the horde. <laughs> she wanted night elves, so we did night elves. And the, I think the funniest thing about this is that aside from all the bonding time we had, yeah. so there was this movie that came out during the pandemic, a kid's movie. It was on Disney Plus, and it was about cheerleaders and whatever. And I had all these really funny little like cheerleader songs they'd be like oh we're fired up we're fired up oh yeah oh yeah or like some dumb like disney <laughs> yeah. songs like that right yeah. but the night elves they flip when they jump <laughs> yes every fourth time i think or, <laughs> or third something time. like yep. that right yep. yeah <laughs> there's like a world record for like someone went 16 times before they flipped or something oh, wow. i don't think yeah. it's a guinness world record i think it's like a twitter world record <laughs> 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 doesn't have the same cachet but and sure the, uh, right yeah i mean these days and <laughs> twitter sure. said so. but so we'd be running around you know going down to like dark shore or whatever and this movie would be on in the background so that my youngest who was way too little she was like four at the time she'd just be watching the movie and so we'd be running around on these night elves jumping and she's like mom look i'm flipping and and the song would be on so it'd be like we're fired up we're fired up and this cheerleader music was going on and she was flipping all over the place and she just got hooked she got hooked yep and so i still have those characters we haven't played them for a long time because in the interim their dad moved out took the computer and i yeah. told her i said for your birthday i'll get you a gaming computer if that's what you want instead of a party and she told me she wanted a party instead well so you I know, was like, priorities yeah. yeah yeah parties are cool so we don't play those elves anymore and she doesn't really play wow so much sometimes yep. she sees me doing it she likes to do it and she'll get on and just do like familiar activities which mm -hmm. is funny because as solo players, I feel like you and I could connect with that. Like she wants to do the scenario at the beginning of BFA like 10 times. Oh, yeah. I yep. like it. She knows the story better than I do. Actually, she told me one time and I have told this story before. She goes, Mom, she goes, can you do like the BFA intro? And I was like, well, I suppose anyone can. Right. I mean, <laughs> you can do it. Well, listen, <laughs> by heart by heart you can do it you've done it 10 times a day i'm sure i could do just fine so i walk in there and i do all right i get out of the prison whatever i come out in the courtyard and gen just kills me just breaks his claws across my throat. i'm like how do you get past gen but she had to show me she's like mom you go over here and outside the circle and thing and then he doesn't see you i'm like fuck me <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes mom Am I better at WoW than you? And I said, right this second? Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, you uh, are. Catch <laughs> <laughs> me on a heroic Farak. We'll see. But I don't right. know. Right now, you are definitely better than I am. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's just the joint. And and just like she knows the culture because I'm so involved with it. So like even though she doesn't play it a lot, she will say it. Oh, she got a Sylvanas shirt for Christmas. 
I mentioned that whole Sylvanas no cap nasty yep. words that she said in my own bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Anyways, I got our Sylvanas shirt though. So, you know, it's definitely part of like our family culture, like our tribe, you know, it's Warcraft's right. like a big part of it. So, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, in families are, you can make family a thousand different ways, but having those touch points is just super nice. And that's, yeah. that's a great connection. That won't go away, even if even if they don't play. And, you know, I mean, as we talked about before the show, this is kind of an old people game. Maybe it's not Fortnite. It's not what the kids are playing necessarily. But, you know, those formative moments when your kids are young are just pretty special. That won't that won't go away. That's true. We, We actually did have an interesting moment when she was learning to play the game back then. I posted that I was like so proud of my daughter for the horde blah 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 and like I posted a picture of her like playing like a horde character or something and this troll actually got on my own photo thread and was telling my daughter like or telling me like you need to teach her how to have her hotkeys set better and how why is she holding her hands that way and I'm like what like (laughs) I didn't respond to this person but like my my daughter got a little hurt she was like she got the vibe she was only seven but she was like is this person like telling me i'm doing it wrong and i was like baby you are not doing it wrong you go and do however you want to do you guys do not want to know how i used to do this game i didn't know what wasd was i actually used to reach my left hand across and use arrows oh my goodness yeah when i first started (laughs) you don't want to talk about like my problems getting started in the game yeah i was like all my wrists were all tangled up bro it was ridiculous but so many people on that little Twitter community jumped in and they're like, can you see this is a child? Like, you know, GTFO, like, you know, get out of here. Like, yeah. so the guy got dispatched fairly summarily, but <laughs> it was just so odd that someone would even make fun of a kid. But to this day, that's one of our funniest stories. Cause I'm like, you learned it. And she, she goes down she's like, oh, can I play well now? And she sits down and she just hits the, <clears throat> and she goes. And I'm like, yep. well, you learned, didn't you? <laughs> Go for it, girl. I guess that's the, the the sort of thing that just continues to baffle me is the the people who just want to be mean, like just trolls, bro. Why are you so bad? Why are you putting? <laughs> why are you taking the time to put bad into the world and criticize other? Like, what does it matter to you? What does it matter? What does it change your life? What is? What do you get out of? correcting or fixing or yelling i hope that dude is losing sleep like thinking about how to play the game better sorry right (laughs) yeah but yeah i mean yeah like bro like did anybody really give a shit no like i I don't know the whole social media thing that's like a whole other subject (laughs) but that's kind of my general consensus on it is like do you really want to be a hater like that is that what you want to spend your time doing yeah yeah. I mean, I, I think of the people who are, you know, have been mean in uh, like in a dungeon or something because I was screwing stuff up. Like, OK, I in some way I get it. I have hindered your progress in some way. I've screwed something up for you. You know, maybe I wouldn't use those words. You're kind of a dick, but there's I get no, it. absolutely no reason for that person to tell you that, like, your mom should have never had you. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Like, why? Yeah. Go sit then, down. And on social media, those people aren't keeping you from getting the dungeon done. So really, what are you yelling about? Like, come on. I, I, I know it's the world is the world. 
I can't change that, but oh, yeah, I know, I get them. it. But you know what? Like, Abby was such a strong, like, her and I. So, like, to bring it back to your original question of like, how has that formed like bonds in our family or things like that? Like, not only playing the game together was fun, and the cheerleading songs was fun, and her teaching me how to get around again was fun. But yeah. really, like that moment was very crystallizing for me. I was like, this girl is at least going to understand how to ask the questions, why there's conflict. Like it was kind of like a microcosm of like how to teach her how to like ignore jerkwads online. Right. Like, yeah, as young as she was, it was a pandemic, though. So like a lot of kids just got thrown into like social media and Internet during the pandemic, you know. And just for her to get that one little lesson and for her to feel like she trusted me to come and say, hey, what's going on here? I need help with this lesson. So I guess that was like a big family bond, like a big trust building exercise that I didn't even know was going to happen. Yeah. You know? Isn't that the kind of the amazing thing about parenting is, yeah, it's you don't so much know. more organic than you realize oh, what you yeah. think you have all these plans and everything just sort of happens organically. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> totally. and then that moment arrives and you're like, oh, yeah, that is like that's something there that you is. have to. I can't tell you when bad people come, you should do this. You, you almost have to live it. So so I guess thank you, guy who totally ripped into a child on the Internet. Thank you for that teachable <laughs> parenting moment. <laughs> I swear, whatever. It's probably God. lonely somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. I hope so. All right. It's time for a lightning round. I'm just going to say stuff. You're going to say yes or no, or I hate that. And I can't find my notes for it. So I'm going to make it all up. First thing, uh, tell me what you think about lore. Mid yes, high yes. Mid yes, love, high yes. All love, right. can't remember all of it. Love it though. Listen to all the lore stuff. Want to follow it. Don't skip quests. I do read the quest text. <laughs> if anyone's asking, I do read the quest text. Um, yeah, hi yes. Was that too long of an answer? Lightning no, <laughs> no. And maybe I'm biased because I think that is the answer I would have to give when you said yes, can't remember it. That is totally me. And so I, have to, I have to get, <laughs> as in the real world, I am a history teacher and I have a terrible memory. And that's a funny thing to navigate. But I feel the exact same way about the lore. I love the lore. I, I take it in. I love the Chronicle books. I love watching Noble's videos and all of these things. I, I don't always remember it as much as I want to. It's not there at my I fingertips. Know, I'm not good at absorbing. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is maybe like an age related thing. I yeah. hope it's not. But like, as soon, sorry, as soon as someone says something on like a lore podcast, like Live mm -hmm. Love Lore, or, like it yep. used to be Marley Gray or whatever. And it was like, they'd say that. And I'd be like, fuck, that's right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I would get so bad at myself. I'm totally entertained and I've taken it all in. And an hour later, I've forgotten half of what you said. And I, hate, and I hate that. Oh my God. I hate that. Oh my God. All right. Well, this is the slowest lightning round ever. So, um, professions. No. No. All right. That's a hard no. That's what I heard. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? How am I forgetting everything that's in the game now? Um, playing all of the classes. Also a no. I main hunters. Yeah. 
anything else? Like, do you, do you, what are your I, all? I, your I, all have call a second, I have a second all warlock that I keep up to speed, and I have my rogue, my aforementioned original main bug master yeah. that I keep up to speed. And other than that, I just do heritage armors on hunters for yeah. funsies. How many total characters do you have, roughly? Uh, uh, wow, I don't know. Maybe 20? Maybe? Yeah. Some of them are just sitting there, though. <laughs> there you go. Um, I have this literally written down somewhere, and I cannot... I've. You're watching the video. I've been searching on my other screen for like 10 minutes. Like, I can watch I, you. I was wondering if the bourbon caught up with you. Did no, it? no, <laughs> no, sadly. It's a little, little low, but which, you know, might be a sign. But um, yeah, um, mount collecting. Yes, yes, yes. I have like 433 at this time. Oh, still trying for the 500. You just, your face. <laughs> You look so sad. Yeah, I'm sad because I think I also heard <laughs> your you face, say. You actually like uh, your jaw drops. Uh, <laughs> Not. <laughs> did you? Did I hear you say that you have invincible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had him for a couple of years now. Yeah, I don't know how it doesn't exist. So <laughs> he's invisible. You can't see him. <laughs> he's the Wonder Woman mount. That yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I remember that joke. Don't go. <laughs> Gross. Oh, now you're going to bring a horse into it. That's the worst part ever. I might have to hit the explicit tab in a minute. Okay. Um, Mog runs. Wait a second. Over an hour <laughs> in and you're just hitting the explicit. <laughs> Fuck. When now, you bring wait, the what? horse in. Sorry. What was your... What um, was transmog. Do you care? Do you, are you run an old dungeons and stuff for transmog no, i don't or... actively search i don't actively search i just yeah. keep things that aren't in my collection already and just i probably have like however many outfits they let you have is like 25 which by the way i think they should let you have more because there are times where i want to save a set but there's sets saved and you can always mess with them i guess um overall like maybe a mid on that one like a yes no okay. so today i learned that 25 that's the limit for her so there's like 25 sets you can make based on like whatever you want like you can yeah. just and pull save. any pieces into it and save it yeah. and then in your collections tab there's a sets so like if you just like a set with no yep. alteration to it for whatever you don't have to have it in your outfits tab if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I've so never... like, if you like the whole yeah. set, if you've been farming a set, like, oh, I love that one from like Mythic to Sargeras or whatever, and you get the whole set, it'll sit in a sets tab in your collections. You don't have to make it one of your own outfits that you like. But if you want to make your own personal outfit, then you got to make it an outfit. Make like, changes. Yeah. Got it. So it's funny. I have a couple things saved for a whole bunch of characters, but I don't, I've never pushed that limit of a lot so that's interesting i didn't know that that's good to know i was going through mine the other day and i saw that like some of them were repeats too there's a lot of cleanup i need to do like all jokes aside the pace mm. of the game is very great even for casual play right now i think like you might agree like the way that they're throwing things at us and the way there are things to do mm -hmm. but i'm almost sort of starting to get like um like an end of expansion anxiety like i need to start cleaning out my banks making sure my outfits are good because this shit's going really fast everyone's like oh june june is gonna be pre-patched like it's already february like tomorrow so yeah yeah <laughs> it's I, going for the, I think this might be the first time i've been feeling this like wow i'm not just sitting around doing like 
mount runs or mog runs for no yep. reason. Like there's plenty to do. So I don't know. I'm going to get on that cleaning out my closet. <laughs> so what, what, what do you do when, you know, you're through the current content. It's, it's in a place like right now where, okay, I've, I've done the current stuff. What do you get into the game to do? What pulls you in? Um, heritage armors, mounts, mm. cleaning up, like story, not so much. Yeah, yeah, mostly the mount runs. And like, I'll always pop in and see if there's some world quests that'll get me like, you know, a butt ton of money for nothing. Or like, I'm not very yep. good at gold. I don't do like gold farming or anything. But like, yeah. if I can go do like a mountain climbing quest for 700 gold, that believe I'm going to go do that. But yeah. Mostly mounts, um, mods, money. I think that's about it. Mounts, mugs, and money. Sounds ah. like a <laughs> that sounded really weird good when song you said from it. the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, what, what, what mount are you farming right now? What are you, what are you, what's escaping you? Oh, so annoying because I can go do this every day and I don't do it every day. I go every, like, once every two weeks when I have time and I'm like, when yep. did I get it? I really want the, the, freaking the raptor the Razashi raptor from the yep. guy in zolga road yep. i finally got the panther priestess's mount like a month ago and yep. i was like cool now i don't have to go running all the way through the whole temple to go kill her too i can just hearth out of here just walk in and smack dude and, and leave like <laughs> he will just not and i was farming her i mean i've been doing that for years but like i said fence kata you could do those every day so obviously the drop rate's gonna be low. If I go once every two weeks, it's not gonna drop. You know, I really mm-hmm. need to get ideally someplace where I could do it like every day on multiple characters. But like that's what I mean to bring it back to like the end of expansion anxiety. Like, I don't mm. know, some of it's going like a little fast for me, almost. Like not too fast. It's good yeah. because it's entertaining and it's engaging, but all my old stuff is just going like the back burners I feel like are just getting turned down super low at this point like there's just so much to do currently but yeah it's it's funny because the game i mean it caters to so many different people and so you you mentioned yeah as solo players as people who are not necessarily tied to grinding 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 when there's downtime if you have other interests there's so much to explore in the game but if you're solely focused on Yep, I get in, I get I get leveled, I get my gear, I do dungeons until I can raid, then I raid, and, and then I get bored, and then I leave. And I unsub, and I come back, and this game sucks. And, like, that's a rhythm that people put themselves into. And, and, and that's great if you don't complain about it. And it's great if you, like, nope, I go play Final Fantasy fourteen or I go do a thing, or, you know, whatever. But... I, you know, I don't do that, but I have so many interests that you're right. The downtime is kind of nice because I can go. Yeah, I haven't gone and run Ice Crown Citadel for a while because some of us don't have Invincible. Um, so sorry. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you'll <laughs> you come with I'm me. Very dear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, it is nice to have that. Yes, I've done 10.2.5 and I've got some free time and I can go do those other things, especially if, you know, I mean, you mentioned it, real life gets in the way. Uh, that's frankly one of the bigger reasons that I'm never going to commit to a raid or, or, you know, I hear people talk about, oh, yeah, raid night, Tuesdays and Thursdays and whatever. It's like my life is not that simple. I cannot guarantee that I'm going to be there. 
I don't know, probably even 50% of the time. And I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, yeah, I'll show up when I can. That's clearly not what people are interested in because they're like, oh, raid night. Everybody's going to do a thing. And I can't guarantee that. Therefore, I I don't want to let anyone down. Therefore, I'm not even going to bother trying to get into all of that. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I think I appreciate like... I appreciate my friend's energy when they're going hard on like raid night and stuff, but like mm-hmm. I'm I'm 100% across the board with you on this. I'm the same way. Like honestly, part of the big problem was just for me is like a lack of freedom. Like I just 3 hours, 2 nights a week. Like that's a lot. And when I started doing that math, I was like I mean, I just got a handwritten note from my daughter who said, "Mom, it's been 2 hours. Are you almost done?" <laughs> So I'm going to post a picture. (laughs) I'm going to tag you on Twitter and post this picture. It's literally she drew a clock on it and everything. It makes me happy. There's a clock. I like that it's not digital. That's amazing. Good. But if if I was trying to get her to go to bed at nine o'clock, oh, she'd be up, you know, till the sun came up. Like, you must be kidding me. Like, you have no desire to go do anything relaxing at all. You just want to bother me. (laughs) Love it. Well, it has been fantastic talking to you. It's been great. I mean, I so appreciate all this, the support you, you threw out for Solo Q on your show and pumping it up on Twitter. It's been hugely helpful. And, you know, as you know, getting one of these things off the ground is, is just a little weird. You know, you're sitting here and putting things out and hopefully people listen and yeah, so thank you for all the help and momentum you've added for, for my little podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. And it was so nice for you to have me. I remember just feeling like, and you know, I'm not even going to lie. Wooly does all the work on our podcast. He wants to. He's one of those guys like you, like he likes editing. Yeah. I'm like, can you teach us how to edit? And he was like, well, I don't really uh, need to. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like you'd rather do it yourself. I get it. But like, yeah, like that's what it's all about, dude. Just pumping it up on on the social medias and you know as uh, a good friend of mine once said as much of a discord as you can have on twitter <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. we've come pretty <laughs> far we've come pretty far tonight so thank you for having me it's been a lot of fun thank you well it looks like our time in the solo queue is up for this month I think Gershom is going to go watch me run uh, Ice Crown Citadel and laugh at me as I do not, again, get invincible. Just a reminder, all the sound and the music in this show is the work of the amazing people at Blizzard. Don't play muted. Come on, listen to that music. The intro and outro music are by my real friends in the doom metal band Ogre. I think you should go search YouTube for Ogre Age of Ice, the very first song they ever put out. I think it's uh, very appropriate for our Northrend, you know, our Northrend setting here tonight. I want to thank everyone who made this episode possible. My lovely and supportive wife who is upstairs waiting for me to stop doing this. The good folks at Podbean who are hosting Solo Q. If you want to support the show... Even in a small way, you can find it on Patreon at Solo Q Wow. 
Thank you to my current patrons, Andrew and Righteous Bandy. Their contributions made this bonus episode possible. And I'm looking to do more in the future. So join the solo crew. There you go, Gershom. That's the first time I have to pay you for that name. I like it. Subscribe to the podcast at your podcast feed of choice. Apple, Spotify, all the other places. There are so many places. And if you can leave a review, five-star review, or even, you know, write a little something, that'll help. You can do that for Rawls Balls Pod. That would help, too. Just saying. Gershom, where can people find you on the internet if they want to track down you and what you do? Well, you can find me on the Twitters at Hunter Gershom. That's the word Hunter, G-E-R-S-H-O-M. You can find Thralls Balls Pod in all the places. That's basically Thralls Balls Pod at gmail.com. On the socials, that's all of it. I'm on Blue Sky. I don't check it a lot. I'm on Instagram. I don't check it a lot. Mostly hit me on the Twitters <laughs> and the Discord. If you want to, if you're feeling frisky, you want to jump into a solo queue Discord or Thralls Balls Discord, I'm, I'm over there at all times. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Dave. You're the bomb, dude. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Well, you can contact me at SoloQWOW, S-O-L-O-Q-U-E-U-E-W-O-W. Also, Wooly, well done. I heard you on the other day spelling out SoloQWOW, well done. At Gmail, all the socials, and yeah, Blue Sky, is that a thing? But also, uh, on the suggestion of one Christy Golden, I think I'm trying co-host... I've never heard of it before. I'm on there as Solo Q. Wow. Lord knows. No idea. Well, good luck with whatever you are up to. Uh, you know, I don't even know what I'm going to get up to in the game. I guess I want to try the Gilnean Reclamation as Horde. That may be the next thing I jump in and do. And we can talk about it in a couple of weeks when the next regular episode of Solo Q comes out there. We will see you out there. Okay. Why is Craig? Is he a cat? Is he a chipmunk? Can you see him? He's there, right?